0: Go, 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 go! Nice. Very nice. Front and back. Leader's garment. Quite happy. It's alright, isn't it? Looks looks pretty good in that bad boy. Excellent, I think the word you're looking for is. Look at that thing. Looks beautiful. Done. Beautiful.
1: For
2: this welcome back to the otv podcast it's been a long time coming but we're finally back with another episode and um yeah pretty pretty special guest this week i'd say uh it feels like it's been a long time coming but before we get to him uh back in the co-host seat red dog how was it mate
0: fantastic thanks for having me carrie oh that's good great. to be back. great to have
2: you back oh i mean it feels like it's been a long time but um Joining us, Cam Cole, straight out of Iran. run.
1: Finally, finally join you guys again. It's been, it has been a long time. It, it, it like has it's
2: been a year. It has been a while. That was um, just just so you know, your uh, the last episode you joined us on. Until we started our hot seat episodes, that was by far our most popular episode. So you're a, you're a popular guest.
1: Was that Fort Williams?
2: Mm, uh, last season. Val Nord and Dora. Uh, Yeah, that's a while ago. It's a good one as a throwback. Um, I wanted to do a little bit of a... Well, I mean, in our our Hot Seat episodes, we've kind of been talking about people's people's past and where they've come from and everything like that, and I definitely want to get you back on for one of those, but I thought in the Hot Seat this week, it'd be good to uh, jump in, kind of have a chat about present day and talk to you about what you do for a job, what you've done all... All off season. Uh obviously it's all pretty relevant because it's all to do with World Cup racing and um or world world series I guess it is now and, and get some thoughts on um twenty twenty-three really. What do you reckon? I
1: don't know if I've got much to say, but um get, let's have
2: a crack. Get, get out of here. <laughs>
0: we're counting on you, horse, because there's <laughs> been heaps of rule changes and fucking semi finals and like we can't keep up. Oh, so we're hoping that um, like a man in your position would be all over that. Mm. To be
1: honest, I have not. I've been so busy just doing op, basically operational stuff and just managing all the, just like, just trying to like improve things on my side. I haven't even read the rule books. So I, I probably <laughs> should get on to that pretty quickly given there's a race happening this weekend. But um, ah. I've got a bit of time to read the downhill downhill rule book before uh, that's. Kicks off So yeah
2: I wouldn't stress About it too
1: much
0: Sure it be t- fine The Downhill Rulebook's The only one That really matters Isn't it
2: Yeah
1: uh, That's That's what I thought But um, I'm sure They're pretty They probably haven't Changed a whole lot Anyway And the writers Are pretty good at Talking in their Little groups about You know Which Which pegs Or bits of tape You can uh, Go inside Or avoid Or whatever So <laughs> which,
0: Yeah Which stuff they're pretty good joke. at Yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly, so, nah, I'm sure, um, yeah, the guys on the ground, like, um, the team's pretty experienced, so they'll they'll be good at um, sort of keeping on top of that stuff, but, yeah, I don't think there's been a lot of rule changes in terms of, like, that sort of, the
2: racing side. Nah, it's more yet, of a, at least. so more uh, of a format change, I guess, is the big one, is the change to uh, semi-finals, well, qualifying semi-finals and finals. I think it is something along those lines. So, yeah,
1: um, but yeah, and that's that's stuff that oh, you go. It sounds like you've got an actual question. No, oh, no, no, right, not think.
2: really. I was just going to say before we get into that, I was going to say what <laughs> what have you been doing? What's um what's been what's been happening in the off season?
1: Uh, just a heap of really um a lot of spreadsheets, a lot of um online calls and a lot of emails the email the inbox is constantly full of just um yeah just responses waiting to go out and things just sitting there that i need to get to um yeah it's just man it's been i guess we've just been yeah like a year into this job now or just a bit more and so kind of like any job, you kind of get used to it and you kind of feel everything out and you get to a point where you can actually start to, like, have an impact. So I sort of feel like that, that's that been this off-season. So I guess to backtrack a little bit on the story, I started in this job um, in October 2021. So, and so, so last year was just kind of like...
2: Anyone that doesn't know, you're the yeah. team manager for GT Factory Racing?
1: Yeah, that's the one. Sweet. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, started in the job as team manager at the end of 2021 and had kind of a off-season there to like prepare for last year and sort of we had a few new staff and a few new riders last year so we were kind of just all kind of figuring each other out and just kind of, you know, we had some small changes and stuff that just kind of more orga- organizational things like in the background that I had sort of taken over from Mark Morrison who was, managing and working as a mechanic in the team for the years before that and so yeah they just kind of pulled me in to kind of spread the load a little bit and kind of i guess be a more formal sort of team manager so there was only a few things we kind of really changed on the organizational side and then yeah so we're just kind of rolling through the season and just kind of um yeah really just getting to the races and i was learning stuff and and yeah so i guess from October last year was a year in the row and then that was like the start of the off-season where we could actually start to like kind of change a few things and um, yeah, I guess kind of the biggest sort of like um, thing I've had an impact on has just been hiring Old Snowman and pulling him in to help sort of Jess out. But more widely than that, he's kind of like, for example, this week he's at the Enduro World Cup in Tassie Um, helping out those guys so he's pretty like flexible dude who can kind of just jump in anywhere but I guess kind of the the main thing there is yeah that he can help Jess and Jess is obviously kind of progressing her career at a pretty rapid rate so it's kind of good support for her and yeah that's probably one of the main things where I've had a bit of like bit
2: more of an impact outside of just day-to-day stuff you know. There's actually something I was going to ask is he Has he joined the team like full time as a mechanic, or is he just kind of helping out in the southern hemisphere with Jess down here? No, he is full time, but he's
1: obviously like working, as you guys probably know, working another job with his sort of normal full time job. Um, But he'll travel at the end of May or the start of June, and he'll be just on, you know, World Cup after World Cup through the season.
2: So, uh, anyone? Yeah. So he'll be in there. Anyone who doesn't know, Snowy, okay, Matt Clark, uh, was was your old mechanic, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. In
1: two thousand and twelve, so that's going back a while. But um, yeah. So he's been around bike racing and motor racing and all sorts of like jobs here and there. So his experience is like pretty unreal to have on the team, and it just kind of builds on that team we've already got. That's like already. So experienced, and it's just another. He just kind of plugs that gap, yeah, really nicely. Yeah, he also had to good.
0: He also had to um, revive an old Lapier downhill bike for Nate Sherrett for the twenty-six inch national champs. So you know, you know <laughs> he's, um, you know he's skilled. He's got the talent. Um, he sent me a video where he pulled the headset cup out with his hands. So he's he's used <laughs> to working in some challenging scenarios.
1: Yeah, he's got that skills set that you need, eh?
0: Oh, he's a problem solver. You know, worth a, what, his weight in gold come race day horse. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: If, if we're really up the creek with no paddle, he'll be able to, he'll, he'll find a solution oh, yeah. for us. Oh, so. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's definitely the guy.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah. Good, good to see so, him yeah, back
1: I- on the circuit. I don't know, I can't kind does that answer your question there or Yeah, that, yeah, I
2: can imagine it's just been a whole yeah. whole lot of admin. So have you guys managed to have you been away, done any testing or anything in the off season with the team or? Uh
1: with so I guess kind of like sort of is kind of it's public knowledge that the bike industry hasn't sort of in a great sort of state in terms of no, I think where stocks at and bike sales and things Pretty yeah so yeah so we've had sort of a few budget cuts and stuff we've been dealing with yeah, which has enough. just meant we've just had to get cre- creative with um where we direct resources and things so we haven't had any major team camps where we've sort of flown everybody you know and we're a team that's spread across the world yeah. So, we haven't flown everybody into one place like last year we did it in the UK. And that trip was, that was, you know, one of the most expensive trips of the year. Um, and it was, it was, we got a lot out of it for sure. But yeah, we're just having to be a bit more careful with where we're going this year. So, for example, I haven't even travelled yet. Um, it's just the Enduro team that's travelled. And they're obviously preparing in the southern hemisphere for this race this weekend. And Katie and Noga and, and Mateo and Snowy, who are all based sort of, well, mostly based in New Zealand. We just flew Noga in and she did a couple of weeks in Nelson and, and then they're at the Enduro. And then for so the downhill, it's kind of similar. So we're all going to get together just before Lens hired, while the team is going to, the riders and the mechanics. And then I'll just, me and Matt, Snowy will just fly in last minute and sort of pick it up again. So um, we, we're, yeah, Jess and Ethan and Ryan are sort of doing their own individual preparations until sort of mid start of May and then they'll kind of get together in in Europe and then it just cuts down on the back and forth between like everybody's kind of base and then where the races and and events are for the season. So that's kind
0: of the state of it at this point. when money gets tight, when money like say, you know, the budget's tight um, and you can't spend on everything you want, where do you look to make the cuts like, obviously you said you haven't got together yet this year that maybe has a hit on bike development but what do you prioritise? Do you prioritise like making sure people get to the events they maybe want to get to or do you prioritise getting the bike right and targeting the, the events that mean the most or how do you do it?
1: I think we've so like travel's the probably the biggest spend for the team like it's Um, and I think that's something that ESO are kind of conscious of too going forward so they want to kind of streamline the travel so that there's blocks and the blocks make sense it's not like before we'd be travelling from here to here and then back again like literally three weeks later or something Um, so I think there's kind of that aspect to it, the travel is such a big spend that we just, and that was direction we had from the company was just cut the travel out Um, so that, that kind of I guess just forces you to think a different uh, in a different approach. Like, And face-to-face time is very valuable. Like, If I can be there with two mechanics and we can have the team together with the riders, it's really valuable um, to just get that face-to-face time. Um, so I guess just trying to kind of combat that with a few extra calls and just really clear communication uh, has kind of been one thing. And then just utilising... Uh, the riders and the mechanics in their regions, and trying to just join them up so that they can kind of get together and they don't have to travel super far. But then, from anything they do, there's like a clear kind of report or something coming out of that that we can, like you say, like all be on the same page in terms of like developing the bike setup or something like that. So, I guess that's kind of that. But yeah, there's obviously working back from the events we have to do, right? Like, we've got these World Cups that team sponsors and everybody, well, firstly, the riders, that's what they're hired to do, is these World Cup races, and then the team sponsors and all of that stuff, they're expecting we're there, and it's the pinnacle. Like, that's why we're a race team and why we exist. So I guess that's the priority, but all these other regional races that we'd normally do for warm-ups and things become less of a priority, and, and I guess we, you know... So the riders are pretty good at, you know... Picking like picking the races that they they feel like there's value in and that can help them progress their riding and at the right time of year when they need to be ramping their pace up coming into like these key races. So I guess that kind of that's kind of it really in a nutshell.
2: Yeah. Is it? It's kind of actually. I would sort of thought, man, it's gonna be probably hard work having the um you know because you're essentially running two teams. You've got your enduro and your downhill team, but from What I can see, there's actually three events this year in the World Cup Series and World Champs that both are in the same venue. So that's got to make life a little bit easier on that logistics side, I guess, and travel and that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, and that stuff, like, the logistics stuff is what takes up so much of my time. Like, and I kind of, I've shifted all of that back. Like, in terms of, like, last year, we were kind of booking flights maybe a month or so in in advance of the travel. But this year, it's already pretty much booked for the year. We've just got a couple of staff and riders who are yeah, a staff member and a rider who we're waiting on um, just some bits and pieces, like some last bits of the puzzle to come in, and then we can book their flight. So all of that stuff, I just wanted to have all of that done for this year so that once we're in the season, because you're just reacting, like, on a daily basis to, like, oh, there's something over here, I need to just go and do that. And then I just get so busy with all this stuff that adding that stuff, the logistics stuff on top of it, just makes it insane. Like, you can't really... I just figured that was not the best way to manage it. So I guess that's something we learned this year, and that just takes up so much of my time. Like, last year, for example, there was one travel day we did, and we turn up to, the, to pick up the, the pickup truck uh, for Monson-Anne, and the rental car company's literally shut down, and so there's no place there. Oof. And they haven't told me that they've oh closed their God. business. And you're at an event, you're at an event where, like, it's, everyone comes into Quebec Airport, it's not that big, and all the vehicles are hired, like, they're gone. So you can't just walk back to the airport, grab or the taxi back to the airport and grab something else. It's not that easy. So we just got in taxis and went to the accommodation, Oh, actually went for dinner. We went for dinner. The food took ages and then we went to check into the to the place and um and the the key code on the Airbnb was broken, so we had to ring the guy, the guy comes, he can't get it to work either. And then so I'm just like on my phone constantly just like trying to like find another car to book, trying to book a taxi so we can get to the, like, hotel, like, we've got all our shit with us, it's like, you know, so just things like this, it just, and then, like, this is before the event, and so you, you haven't even registered the riders, and you're fucking tired. Yeah, it's taxing on you, but it's pretty,
2: pretty mentally taxing on the riders, too.
1: Yeah, because they're just getting curveballs, so... I think yeah, that just takes up so much of my time, man. And, and yeah, basically that day ended with Morrison just busting the door down to this Airbnb and just fucking breaking the lock off, like. What, he so just blew it. blew it was off? It, was it
2: like? <laughs> yeah. Was it like a shoulder charge or a heel, yeah, he just heel to the, the old, door or something?
1: Nah, I, was, I wish he did, but he just he did it with his like his his ass, you know, like he oh, yeah. backed up against it and just punched it in. Yeah. Was <laughs> did that? Did the Airbnb was funny, guy? But, um, was he like,
0: okay, you can? You can knock this in.
1: Yeah, basically, the, yeah, the guy was there, and he was just like, just get in, like, however you can. Yeah, sure, that's and good. He just busted it, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so just stuff like that, that just, it, yeah, it just takes up so much time, and then you're like, you don't have a lot of capacity after that, because you're tired, and then you got to go register, and then you're like on the track, helping the riders and stuff out with lines and things, and You're up and down the track so it's pretty full on but yeah once the season gets going there's not a lot of time to sort of um put your energy into other things you know you're just you're really just kind of you're in there and you're reacting so I wanted to be really organised and have everything pretty dialed well before that so that we can actually like have yeah I can have energy to put into other stuff hopefully during the race weekends but we'll see how we go with that
2: but yeah is it uh, is it, uh, I was just going to say, you're probably too busy. One of my questions I had for you was, do you miss, uh, miss getting on the track? But you're probably too busy to really even think about that. Do I miss getting on the track, as in, like, yeah, track side like stuff? Or? Nah, like, being on the bike. Uh, is there, like, is there some fun uh, going on?
1: Yeah, like, and as you know, I was just like, yeah. like, you love that shit, too. I was just like, oh, fuck. And I was, yeah... I was like, it's not, like, now when I look at it and I'm standing on the side of the track, I just, you, le- it's like you learn so much. You're like, oh, man, I probably, like, when I was racing, I probably, if I'd been a bit, if I'd sort of stood back and taken a few breaths at some points, I probably would have been like, oh, I just, all I need to do is ride this section like that and I'll be sweet. Whereas before, yeah. I'd just try and, like, absolutely hammer it and then just be just my strategy around racing, it got way better as I got older as a rider, but then, you know, I, I stopped racing pretty early, like I was 27 my last season, so I guess I was probably still learning stuff at quite a high, like, quite a quick rate, so, but even now, like, I think it shows when I'm racing nationals and stuff, I'm way more calculated, and, and I don't know if you you guys are yeah. the same, but, yeah, I definitely, um, like, tracks like that, I'm like, oh, yeah, even Fort William, like, those longer ones that, just flowing and keeping your speed up is really important. I feel like those are the ones I really like and kind of feel like I miss out on, but yeah. And the bikes are so good now too. I'm just like, fuck, that's just yeah. easy. Cause you just, your shit's working, you know, like whereas before nothing was working, you got nah. no traction and you're trying to like hold on to this thing. Yeah. Just riding a Bronco. Exactly. Yeah. It just looks so easy now to go it's fast. It's a different game, eh? They, the it dudes really go. Isn't... You know, everyone's going pretty fast. Yeah,
0: yeah, it is. yeah.
1: Everyone's going fast. It's pretty gnarly. It's got Full that hey,
2: it's it's a lot more like everyone's going way faster, I reckon, and it's um it's got down to a game of millimeters kind of thing, you know. Whereas previously it was like a game of inches, and now it's just so tight. Yeah, yeah. I think you, no. you could.
1: I think you could get away. That's what I probably what I'm saying with the riding, like to be calculated and just let the bike and stuff do the work now, you can go quite far with that and be quite a fast rider. But before it was like you're trying to make up for these big things. So you have it, you're like, if you were behind on like a bike set up or something, you'd have to override it pretty hard to get, get those inches back on that other guy. Whereas now yeah. you just fine tune a few things here and there, you can actually gain quite a lot. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, are you um are you still getting out on the bike much, or are you just buried in emails these days? Uh,
1: <clears throat> got out to Portugal like a couple of weeks ago for a week, and just rode every day. So that was pretty good. It's so That'd nice be not being in New Zealand on that. Kind of like you're just so you're so much closer to other things. Yeah. But obviously, yeah. Missed miss New Zealand, like there's not a heap of racing and stuff here in Iran, so it's it's not like a, you know, the racing side, I miss that but I'll definitely get out on the bike and keep fit, so um, but yeah, this season I'll be based in the UK from the end of May, so um, I'll be just there in and out of the races so it'll cut a lot of the travel out, so, and I won't be as jet-lagged and tired going back and forth all the time, so I'm looking forward to that. So I'll be out of you know, obviously the riding is pretty insane.
2: Where are you um where are you gonna be based out of in there?
1: Oh, sorry, it's uh, in a so it's yeah, oh, it's like yeah, the, the riding hub for the UK. Yeah, and yeah. Edinburgh Airport's just down the road and stuff like that, so it's pretty easy to get in and out of. Pretty close yeah, to Fortnite. So that's like a pretty easy one. Yeah and the riding's pretty good there, it's, it's the riding spot as far as the UK goes, so um, yeah, that's going to be good, so I'll be able to get a bit of, get a bit of, ramp the riding up a little bit more, but um, the e-bike's pretty handy, in the round it's here, everything's so steep, but we live super close to the trail, so it's pretty easy to get out, so it's not, it's not bad, it's just like the trail development isn't that good, so you don't, Really fizz on going out because you're just riding sort of the same stuff all the time. Whereas, yeah, you know, like in New Zealand, you can ride all this different stuff because the network's so developed, so well developed. So, definitely miss that and looking forward to getting, getting back to that. And yeah, at the end of the season, we're coming back to New Zealand. So, big cool oh, to nice. get
2: back into that riding scene yeah. there. And uh, yeah. You can come join the boys at the um, 26-inch International Champs. Maybe you should swing your leg over there, yeah. So oh, you got, got the rocky. Yeah. I've, I've got the bike parked and I've got the rocky there.
1: It's ready to go. Yeah, yeah, it's ready to go. So, I think I need just a stem for it. So, yeah, I'm scared though because <laughs> I don't no, know. your it's,
0: horse. Just, it's, it's a war. of attrition. I feel like
1: there. you have to just adjust your yeah. You have to adjust your expectations on how fast you can hit shit. So yeah.
2: yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, fun. self preservation. Self-preservation only grows. Oh, you know, doesn't it doesn't even. Oh, putting the ground hurts.
1: Did you do the
0: gap? Did you do the gap? Yeah, gap well, yeah of course. Twenty-six. Nate was all over oh, that's it. That's
1: so over. scary. That's so scary. There was a lot <laughs> of stress. So, there was a
2: lot scary. of stress in the group chat going on yeah. before the event. But um, now, once we got there, it was all all over, fine. Right? It,
0: he was making claims like it was oh, going to be no. jumping the Grand Canyon, but we we're okay. Yeah. Oh, mate. It, no, the boys oh,
2: are good.
1: The boys scary. are well. Full credo, oh, it'd be, um,
2: yeah. be good to have you back over here for some racing, but we're all XC like guys these days, horse. You might have to change disciplines.
1: And, uh, I know. I should start looking for a bike, eh? Yeah. yeah.
0: We, we'll bring we the just bowl. had a photo yeah. come through before, horse. What are you
1: guys riding? 100 mil stuff or rigid? Nah. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, 120. 120.
2: 120 is plenty.
0: All the greats right, are XC guys. Yeah, okay, okay. You've got Rankin, Glenn Hayden, Punter. They're all there.
2: You
0: know? Moki, of course.
2: Oh. Yeah, they're all racing XC, XC currently at the uh, the Volcanic Epic. Really?
1: <laughs> no. I yeah. have, j- have to have a lot. I have to check it out. Yeah. The boys I'll are on. GT's got a uh, got something that uh, that I can get my hands on.
2: Yeah, that's what you need. Um, Hey, so actually, speaking of New Zealand and you being back here, I heard a rumour um, a few weeks ago that there's um, a good chance of a World Cup here in 2024. I don't know whether you'd heard that.
1: Mm. Yeah, I did hear about that. I heard some... Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I did. I did. I was talking to Will Kesey. And, uh, oh, yeah. yeah he's he's OTV, one of the guys behind it. Yeah, yeah so, um, so I we, heard. I heard
2: Christchurch or Queenstown are the two potentials. So makes sense.
1: I think Will's pushing for Christchurch pretty hard, and I know. um
2: we, he does love it. Is keen. Oh, that's yeah. good.
1: Yeah. So we um, could be. Yeah, I, could and be I getting they've,
2: back. they've already. A, oh, you go. I was going to say we could be getting back to like a true world um, world series going on if we get you know some here, maybe Australia. Well, that's what yeah. I was going to say.
1: I think ESO released some information, um, and I'm pretty sure this is public. If it's you not... You it here first. Well, the handcuffs will be coming out. No, no one's no.
2: anyway. Um uh
1: So I think it looks like April and May is going to be in the future reserved for the Southern Hemisphere travel block.
0: yeah. Yep.
1: This is how they're planning to streamline all the travel. They're breaking it up into... So April and May is going to be reserved for Southern Hemisphere stuff. So I think that's kind of when they're aiming for that. Um, And then there's going to be a travel block into Europe. And then I think they're trying to aim for North America to go in between the next travel block in Europe. So there'll be two European blocks, a North America block. And so I guess this is kind of... They're working on, like, April, May... June, July, August, September, October or something like that. Yeah. So um,
2: yeah, yeah, they definitely I, I
1: guess that makes sense in terms of flights
2: and stuff. They definitely need to get into the US earlier than like September, October, what they're doing this year. Um that, that could be they could be pretty disastrous at Mont St. Anne. So it'll it be could interesting be cold, to see how it mate. goes.
0: Real cold. Yeah. When it they, could be snowing.
2: When they <laughs> announced
1: that yeah, when they announced that last year, all the team managers were like on the phones checking the weather for that time of the year, <laughs> and it was like it's, seven degrees yeah. and like wet and uh, and like I imagine there, like their winters are like minus thirty. East Coast, year. eh? Like, yeah. So I oh man, like I don't, Yeah, it's, it's it's it could be pretty brutal. So we're gonna have to be ready for that.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Could make
2: for a good final round.
0: Snow race. Could be real. Very cool. much so. Yeah. KB, it's are we as close are we getting closer to that Kaka World Cup?
2: And Well, I was just thinking, do I need to get into the rule book and work out how I can race the World Cup next year? Like, do I have to start? Well, the first thing you need to do after. is
0: put the hand the notice in at Bosch because 'cause you're taking the year off, mate. We're going all in. <laughs> yeah. I'm moving
2: back to Christchurch. I'm moving, in, moving into the bottom of, in the, yep. bottom of the hill. we are just there going there and, all year. Yeah.
0: Make the dream, keep the dream alive. Yeah. yeah.
2: Just to that tuck could the be. Front, I didn't think corner. of that. But a few wildcard entries would be on the cards, though. Have you still got that house down the bottom of the hill, horse? That'd be a perfect one to move into. It's right there. No, that's gone, yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: that'd be a good training base, though, for yeah. the A T B squad.
2: Yeah, straight in there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you go turning up with a twenty-six inch bike. But then maybe, maybe I should go try to race the XC World Cup. I mean, that's me these days. Yeah, it's the XC guy.
0: Has anyone done the trifecta? That sounds way too gnarly. XC World um, Cup, downhill World Cup, and Enduro World Series.
2: Oh, imagine that. Who do you who do you reckon could pull it off in the current? I don't know if anyone could in the current time. Like, you've got to be so specialized in each one of those disciplines to race them that's that uh, yeah it'd be pretty difficult
0: mm, graves maybe could have done like, his prime
2: yeah
0: oh yeah graves was
2: pretty yeah. he was pretty strong he was like australian national xc champ there at one Balsam point was so, probably if
0: he if he raced him yeah, down really a
2: years ago
1: he definitely could have done it then
2: yeah that could, that could be a... Adam Craig, Adam a pretty good all-round rider. Yeah.
1: Adam Craig, he's pretty good all-round. Yeah, but he's obviously... it's pretty old. Probably not up to... Nathan uh, Rankin? Yeah, he's probably not up to the same... <laughs>
2: we're just... Yeah, why not? We're just going right back in the why time not? machine. Um, so, speaking of World Cups, the uh, probably the biggest change that we started briefly talking about earlier was the fact that there's now qualifying semi-finals and then a finals so there's more points on offer but now i mean qualifying dudes were basically like that was a race run essentially you know like because every point counts up in those top top positions so now they're basically doing three race runs over a weekend which is pretty gnarly it's going to be it's going to be a full-on event weekend for these um for these guys that are making it through. So it goes, how does it even go? Um, top 60 elite men and top 15 elite women from the qualifying round will qualify for the semi final. And then the top 30 elite and top 10 elite, Or top 30 elite men and top 10 elite women will go from the semi finals to the final. So, yeah, if you're in the top 30, it's pretty hectic. It's gonna, gonna big
1: big names will be missing out on that quite regularly, I'd say. Um, You know, because it's pretty deep these days. Like, you you even look at a quali from last year or something, or a finals, and uh, you know, you've got riders in the top. Like, you know, you've got riders in sort of that forty to eighty who are who have been doing it a while, they're experienced, and they're still fast. Sort of. Not, not all the time. Like they're, maybe they're not super consistently in the top ten, but they um they have the potential to get on the podium and they're back in in that kind of zone sometimes. So it's going to be pretty intense, but yeah, I guess it's just going to have to manage it, right? Like it's it's what it is. It's the same for everybody, mm. and uh, I think if you can learn how to manage your weekend uh, quite early on in the season, like in the first couple of races, figure that out. How to, how to manage it and how to pace it, you're probably going to be at an advantage because it's going to take some riders quite a long time to figure it out. So Yeah, I mean... Do you... I guess people are training for it already, right? Like, just trying to do consistently fast runs. Yeah.
2: Like, do you think maybe, you know, uh, you know, say, uh, a Bruni or, you know, a Pierron or one of these guys who's, you know, potential to win the title, do you think they'll... Do you think they'll be right in qualifying strategically? Like maybe coming in slightly slower and trying to build through to that final round? Or do you think it's still just... I mean, it's. I guess that's probably going to be a little bit of working out for them as well just kind of see what mm. everyone's strategy is as we get into it. But you're still going to be wanting to get those points, I guess, from wherever you can because 50 points for a win is still a good chunk of points for qualifying.
1: Yeah, I guess that's what, like... For example, I'm not thinking about that because we we would just want to go and just be a bit more consistent than we were as a team and try and get our riders up into that top five a bit more. Yeah. Um, or top ten or like whatever it is we're aiming for. So the points don't really like I think count unless you're one of those guys. But they're still going to hammer it. I feel like. Mm.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: Like they don't like. Do you ever see Peron on. like not riding fast? No, it's a know? good
2: point. They don't. Doesn't really ever back it down, does
1: he? Hmm. <laughs> so, and maybe that's maybe that's a blessing for him, and maybe it's a curse. I don't know. I guess it's gonna just like, but he's he's he was pretty consistently fast last year. I wouldn't expect that to change. But maybe it's more of a mental thing for them. But uh, I don't think, yeah. And Bruni, he's he's a bit more of a calculated rider, maybe, but he still gets into it mm. and. He still missed races yeah. last year. But then at World Champs, he turns up and absolutely just tears at a new one. So, And I guess uh, you've got to be... They sort of have
2: a, they have a you've, mindset you've got... and
1: mentality, those guys. I don't know.
2: Yeah. You're going to have to be a little bit careful, I guess, if you're one of those guys as well, to not blow semifinals. Because if you miss that 30-man cut for semifinals, there's like a massive points deficit. Like, you've got to be getting through all three yeah. rounds. And I think, I think you it's like... Recover. yeah. Nah, you know, like, if you, you know, if you miss out on finals, and you, there you could potentially lose, like, a couple of hundred points, or, you know, drop back a couple of hundred points pretty quickly. But yeah. there's also... I think that's kind of... In the,
1: when the managers... When the managers are talking, that's kind of what they're talking about, like, the point structures and stuff. But... I haven't sort of gone into it too deep. I've, I've done models on scenarios and stuff, and they say that, they actually say that if they compare it to last year, if they did the same uh, point structure and stuff as they had done, if they, as they're going to do this year, if they model that based on last year's times and, and results, that it would actually be very similar. Um, yeah. That's what they nice. say, but you... Yeah, you you can't pick a puncture or a crash, and then yeah. like they miss the top thirty, and then like you say, all of a sudden there's a two hundred point deficit because of that. So. Yeah,
2: and I guess in a in a way you can probably try and sort of spin that, you know, to to whichever way you want. But at the end of the day, we've never had three, you know, races that really count yeah. like there is now as well. So it throws a whole extra one in. Um, so there is some, there is still some protected riders. Um, protected riders to the semi-final so that's out of qualifying so um, that's kind of it's it's a little bit confusing the qualifying one um, so the first round the top 20 elite men and top 10 elite women will be protected um, but then so protected riders to the semi-final are um, top 10 men and top 5 women so I think it's 20 riders are protected through qualifying. Well, no, they're only protected in semi-finals. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting because it seems like it's actually dropped down lower. It's only 10 maybe rather than 20 what it used to be.
1: For the To get in from the semi to the final? Ah, uh, from qualifying
2: to semifinals. So I don't think anyone is protected out of semi-finals.
1: Ah, uh, okay. That's good, though, because then, like yeah. you say, it kind of opens it up a bit more.
2: Yeah, so semi-finals um, will be pretty important, but also there's going to have to be yeah, a bit of a smooth in run, it but too.
1: Ride fast, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A smooth run that's still fast is.
0: Do you think they 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 factors hmm. into ride How they ride those runs though, or are they just flat? They're just going to boil out, boil down to flat out three times.
1: I think it's more of a mental game, eh? Like, if you look at, if you, you know, I was watching a syndicate video the other day from 2018 or 19 or something, and Greg had the number 78 plate, so he wasn't protected. Yeah. Because he must have been injured at the end of the season before. And you could, you could see that even a guy like that, his mindset and his, his mental game or approach to qualifying was so different to what you'd normally see from him because he was like, I just got to qualify. I think if you're riding like that, like, oh, I've just got to qualify, you actually end up riding slower, not as good. So I think it's, it's you're just going to kind of have to just, kind of go life. for it, like, guys like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Riding uh, to qualify. Just go for it. Yeah, <laughs> just riding shit. Oh, I thought you meant just go for
2: it. No, nah, no, just riding, nah, just, just, just riding, yeah. trying to qualify. <laughs>
1: Uh, I was only protected a few times, but it it did make a difference, but I don't know, I I mean it just, it was a bit of, I guess, just added security or insurance, but I think the amount of times you rely on it's not that often, because when you're riding good, you're just riding good anyway, and that's kind of what I'm saying about Peron and and Bruni, they're fast dudes, you know, anyway, guys like that, for example,
2: Hmm. So you see, you can um, you can replace the team rider. You can bring a fill-in in now. Do you need me? Do you need me on the reserves horse? Do you want me? jump me there just in case you need a fill-in for one or something?
0: Surely horses first keep off
2: the rank, like. Yeah, I mean, they you could just throw the throw the kid on and swing a leg over. Got a world
0: champ right here, boys.
1: <laughs> I mean. Yeah, it's not something we've discussed, but maybe I'll put it on the next lot of meeting notes and and we'll kind of... I'll I'll definitely throw your name into the mix.
2: No, Uh, we want you out there. Put you in there. Put it in the work. If you want to... Like, if you're not available,
0: snowman. Get snowman out. You put the dream team back together. So,
2: speaking of... Speaking of riders... For uh, for enduro this year, is it just Noga and uh, Katie? Yeah,
1: that's a just all all female crew. Wynn's kind of dialing back, and he's picking up a few other projects. So he's yeah. Um, so he's
2: mostly downhill then for his racing yeah, side. Yeah,
1: he's um he's yeah he's going to be busy with some other stuff that I'm sure they'll, they'll announce um, before the season kicks off. So there's some
2: oh yeah
1: oh yeah cool stuff Happening there, yeah. Could be a bit of news
2: dropping there. Yeah, read right, right between That's the lines. I
1: will say, yeah, um, which is pretty. He's going to commentate but, um, and race. Oh, oh, I don't think. <laughs> I mean, this is this this is news to me. I've not heard about <laughs> I'm that. I'm just,
2: but, I'm just trying to trying to throw some shit out and see what sticks. Throwing shit at. Yeah, them. Maybe they I mean, could put
0: a, a like he could maybe have a microphone in the helmet yeah, there you go that would be cool why not
2: Nah, it'll be good why not good to see him out there doing it still and um so who else is uh who else is in the downhill team
1: well the downhill team hasn't changed actually so we just got we got jeff blew uh ryan pinkerton and ethan craig craig craig,
0: <laughs> craig. yeah adam
2: Green. That's a,
1: i'm pretty sure a, that's how you say it
2: yeah. Um, it's a fairly young team then really. Young
1: talent. It is, yeah. And I mean, we've got Wynne but he's yeah, he he's still he's still in there as well. So um, relatively young, yeah, other than yeah, Wynne doing his thing. But um yeah, I guess that's pretty cool. Like Ryan
0: yeah.
1: rode really well last year and had some good results in the juniors, so he's obviously a second year junior now. So uh, he's looks like he's riding pretty fast at home
0: so that's jess. going to be
1: cool to see him get get back to europe and then jess is progressing pretty well as well yeah and sure. then ethan he, he had a bit of a couple of sicknesses and stuff last year but also pulled out some he's fast some good runs like yeah yeah seventh and monsonan and and real fast at fort william until he had a bit of a crash there so i think yeah just putting if he can get it get get a bit more consistent and just put it together and turn up healthy, he'll be um, fighting for the top 10
2: and, and maybe a bit more. Mm. So Jess uh, just won national champs here in New Zealand again and um, just won crankworks downhill as well. So it looks like she's um, coming coming along pretty good then with her recovery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she. Um,
1: yeah, she's. I think she's put a lot of work in. By the sounds of it, and uh, I think that Crankworks one was 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 pretty good because it's not a track that you know. Obviously, when she's racing in Queenstown National Chance mm. on on um, Coronet, it's a bit different to like Rotorua yeah. so the type of stuff she rides. And I think that track looked like it got pretty rough the the Crankworks track, and it's more I guess you could call it. of European style when it gets wet like that. So I think that was a pretty good win for her. um, And to keep, you know, the winning margin was roughly the same as a national chance. So I think that shows her progression this off-season and and even just the last month or two, because I know she's been working on bike set up pretty um, intensely with Matt with Snowy. So I think they're really making some good progress at a good time of the year, so... Yeah, oh. and she yeah had a couple of podiums last year, so and, um,
2: Hopefully come out swinging.
1: Yeah, I mean Yeah, she's and then obviously a hardline stuff as well and yeah, she's kind of like really progressing like Kind of like the racing and the free ride stuff. So she's kind of um, pushing it pretty hard. eh? That's
2: good. It's that good to see.
0: Yeah, absolutely
1: And ah. she's a Kiwi so it's pretty rad. Yeah
0: so that oh, that's yeah, we've got some New awesome Zealand, Unreal we got some awesome female talent at the moment. Um,
2: there is actually some some really fast girls coming, like even beyond Jess and um, Jenna. Yeah. Like um, yeah, yep. There's a girl, Sasha um, Ernest. Sasha Ernest, was, yeah. She, yeah, she's been putting yeah. some really good times down, and like there's um, Ellie Hustlebosh. Hustlebosch, probably butchered her name from Rotorua, yeah. who's been ripping as well. So yeah, some some good fast girls coming through.
1: They, like have, they all have really solid technique on the bike too, which once they, if they can get over to Europe at some point, will really help like, you know, um, their speed and like their racing on those bigger tracks, so I'd be pretty pumped to see them get to some races, because I feel like they, they're all pushing each other so hard, and yeah, I mean, I feel like there's more depth and more talent there that like, compared to like the junior boys at the moment, like it's like the guys in New Zealand, like, you know, Toby, Tohoto, and stuff like that. So mm. they've all kind of gapped everybody else a little bit. There's no one that's super, you know, I, th- I think Ollie Kayak is probably one, but like, there's it's just, there doesn't seem to be the depth there. I might might be wrong, but it just doesn't yeah. seem to be the depth, you know what I mean? So, it is.
0: It's, there's it's a it's gap there. Be,
2: yeah. The under 19 class mm. has been pretty well kind of dominated this year by the under 17, so there's like, there's a bit of a, bit of a leap, Mm. and I think there's Mm. another wave coming through that's going to be absolutely rapid. So cool. It's going to be interesting to see over the next couple of years kind of how they develop and how that works out, but yeah, we've got some pretty good potential coming through, I think.
1: Yeah, we need some more Kiwi juniors on some teams, getting on some teams a bit earlier on to help them develop. like. You know, obviously Tohoto and Finn kind of had pretty big support from Santa Cruz and then the union later on. Um, mm. What became the union, uh, I think. But yeah, if we could get some of those younger riders onto the support programs earlier, like you know, like Ryan Pinkerton, the guy on our team, he was factory rider, first year, uh, first year junior. So I think
2: yeah. that really
1: helps them develop at a quicker rate. Just it's- get in there early those tracks and get that competition under their
2: belt it's a bit of a shit time for i mean as we talked about with budget cuts and that like it's a bad time to be trying to find that sort of support at the moment and mm. being from new zealand you kind of last in line because you cost more money to deal with unfortunately so it's like yeah so it's a, it's a bit of a rough time on that side unfortunately it's a bit of a bit of a recession yes. in the uh in the bike world too much stock yeah, and not, not, not a great time. selling at the moment.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, just cash isn't flowing. So. Hmm.
2: But
0: it's yeah,
1: always I'm swings sure around they'll, about. They'll so it, they'll manage it. Yeah. Yeah, they'll manage it. Yeah. So if they yeah. want it, they'll make it happen, right? Like
2: mm. Yep yeah. You know, yeah. You Just gotta gotta get after it.
0: They can always start a GoFundMe. Yeah. You
2: know. Oh. Are you trying to trigger me? (laughs) Oh, I have to bite my tongue here. Yeah, I have to bite my tongue. He's he's (laughs) trying to trigger me. He's trying to trigger me into a rant.
1: Red Dog knows how to push your buttons, man.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a hot topic for Kerry.
2: Look, if it's a GoFundMe for, like, someone that needs it, (laughs) that's great. But if it's GoFundMe to go and... Go and pursue your hobby, and go do some mountain bike racing. Then it's a no. It's a no from me. Just fucking get a job. We'll leave it that. Start just to go to
1: just to go to Crankworx
2: <laughs> and and <Radarua. laughs> Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll start one to go to Masters Worlds. Help me pursue my dream.
0: I'd fund that actually.
2: Why not? Yep.
0: <laughs> I would fund that. Uh,
2: yep. Actually, something I've been meaning to ask you, for, Um We did one of these with Brooke McDonald, who was a former GT factory rider, and he was telling us about when he was on the team. Um, Mark Morrison had like a beers and barbecue budget. We're wondering whether that was still around or whether that's maybe oh, yeah. on the chopping
0: block.
1: If 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 he's still got that intact, I don't know about it. So uh, I mean, this
0: doesn't come up as a line. Maybe they yes? keep
1: that. Maybe they keep that from me so I can't steal from it to put it into other maybe funds. It's a, maybe it's a cash. But
2: maybe it's off the books.
1: I think Some, it might be a cash. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a flush fund that just sits yeah. in the top drawer, the sock drawer. Yeah. Just bought
2: yeah, out to buy... There's definitely a little bit of just budget. Just...
1: Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's definitely with GT a fun budget, which is pretty good. So I think we'll, we'll definitely keep that intact. But... Uh,
2: no, that's good. Yeah,
1: I mean, who doesn't like a a nice, tasty beverage with a with a nice meal, you know?
2: With a sauce we in the too Alps seri-
1: in midsummer, you know?
2: Can't beat it. Can't be too serious all the time. We're only racing bikes, after all. Well, not us, but those guys Bush are. Pipes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's the problem. We're not, and they are. But. Yeah. Anyway.
2: Yeah, we're, we're sitting we here had our, on this shitty podcast. We had,
1: our, <laughs> we had our time to shine, mate. We We made the most of it. Yeah. Red Dog yeah, made
0: the most of for sure. The <laughs> sun didn't even come up in my career. It turns out you can't polish a turd.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Good um, time. I don't know if I've got yeah. much much more for horse. Have you got anything else for him, Red Dog? Current current facts? Should we get a story from him? Maybe we should get a National Series story. Those have been going well.
0: Uh, I want I a... Do you have any stories from when Snowman was your mechanic? Like okay, him being frustrated with the French, like staying. Well, did he stay at the rest time?
1: Oh. He stayed at the rest time with, with me and Blinky. Yeah, I've got a good one actually. He So Hermit, a.k.a. Sam type Hermit, Hermit <laughs> I think came up to his room and he was like, do you want to go to the – so Snowy went down to Hermit's room at the rest time. And um, he said, bro, do you want to go to the bakery? And, he, and Blinky's like, yeah, yeah, in a bit. I'll come and get you when I leave. And so he goes back up to his room, and he's up there, like, mucking around or whatever. And then he's like, fuck, it's been ages. And so he goes down to Blinky's room to see what he's doing. And he's not there, and Blinky's just gapped it to the bakery without him. <laughs> <laughs> that would have gone well. <laughs> so,
0: oh.
1: <laughs> yeah so I think that kind of sums sums up hermit a little bit, but yeah that's and then they were they were like <laughs> they bought been these so like little, um, <laughs> yeah he was he oh dude, I wasn't even there. I was like away, I think I was away with Amos like we were traveling around a bit, and I just the like the the first story snowy tells when we get back is how hermit just gapped him from the bakery with the bakery <laughs> the bakery and <laughs> left them hanging yeah. He just wanted to get the maxi paint off. So, yeah, first. that's
0: a pretty good one. So this was an actual exactly. Like, I think we we
1: to to it
0: was a We refer to it as a rest home, but it was like a legitimate rest home, though, right? Like, or something to that effect. You were
1: effect. living in a rest home. It was. It was no, nah, it was like a hotel, and it was actually really nice. But the, but it, there was heaps of old people there all the time, like it was, and I think. I think Laurent just like booked it for us because it was like close to the riding, pretty close to where the team was based, and there was we we're obviously Kiwi mechanic and two riders, so we'd just be kind of a hub for us. We went in and out of there a little bit for what for that season, and then, but then the pool had this like chair that you could sit on to lower yourself into the water. So if you weren't if you you know if you weren't super mobile, you could sit on the chair. Yeah, you can lower your sit. So it just kind of became the rest home because there was kind of always old people around and it had little features like that through the property. So, so yeah.
2: The rest Designed home. for it.
1: Mm.
2: Oh, that's good but stuff. Yeah, I
1: mean, I, I'm keen to jo- join up with you guys if we can get this internet situation sorted here, which at the end of May, once I'm in the UK, should be a lot better. I feel like we can get back into the flow of it a little bit more. I know I left you guys hanging pretty bad last year on a no, few occasions. Um, so, yeah, I'd be keen to um, yeah join back in a bit more consistently if that's possible. So, yeah, we can get yeah. back into the flow of it. We'll,
2: yeah. try, and, we'll try and get it more stingy, bit... uh, semi-regular, get some reports from the track. So there's actually someone there with some credibility talking about what's happened. Yeah, Who knows if we'll I even can, be watching um... it this year? It might cost too much.
0: Yeah, I was discussing that with Pip last night. I was like, can I don't we, know how we watch
2: it yet. Can we write this off? I mean, can we, can
0: we well, maybe you we can't, need to. Um, we do need to set this up as a business because then we can write it off. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's a great idea.
1: Well, you can Zero only income, write it off but lots if of you generating income. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, we'll sell some merch. I guess you could run it like that. Yeah.
2: We'll sell us the merch and then that's yeah. some income, but we'll definitely have way more expenses than we ever get money in. So that'll,
0: that'll speaking, work. We'll make speaking it of work. Which, we, we need to find someone to get a helmet deal, like a helmet sticker deal with Horse. So if you know anyone who will put an OTB podcast sticker on their helmet for like minimal funding, I'm talking like 100 bucks. Maybe, out.
2: maybe Cam. Maybe Cam can just start putting it on his riders' visors and telling them it's part of their deal.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's a team, team thing. deal. It's a team deal. Yeah. Yeah. I'll
2: just sneak it, sneak it onto Jess's Shouldn't helmet. should not look good on that
0: bull <laughs> helmet? I tell you what, <laughs> it, would,
2: <laughs> it would pop on the side of that thing. Yeah, right nah, on top of the ball. Logo right. hot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When we, when we, no, you guys in, are uh, doing a good thing.
1: But as what's the age demographic? I feel like if you want to really target these younger guys. Ah mate, like, that's not no, us. No. Well, us
0: it's this. not us.
2: I tell you no. what, it's the uh, it's it's the like thirty plus age bracket. You know, it's our age bracket that's really hitting the mark with this podcast. Mm. It's probably because we talk about stuff that happened in the two thousands far too much, rather than like what's <laughs> happening on TikTok. Yeah. or I mean, if you, if, shit like that.
0: if you if <laughs> we could yeah, if you're a guy who is at dinner, and why don't gets, we jack up a? and get excited when Glenn Cicerich walks past, then that's our demographic. (laughs) (laughs) No
2: one under the age age of 35 that's not from New Zealand is even going to know who that is.
0: Of course, we were having dinner in Queensland outside outside having some pizzas and beers and stuff. And Nate, we're talking, and then Nate just freezes mid-sentence and like, trails off and then we're like what the hell what's going on with him and he's like did you see that that was Glenn Cicerich he's my childhood hero and then he chased him down <laughs> and wanted to bring him he back a out
2: he was a few beers deep at this point <laughs> tried to bring him back to the table oh, oh it was amazing he wasn't having it uh,
0: So that was when Nate
2: could still run what a weapon yeah. he's a we- he can't run anymore
1: oh <laughs>
2: Poor guy. No,
0: he's back for 22 <laughs> yeah. no, I feel
1: like it. I feel like you guys you guys might need some pull some younger like uh, ho- uh younger,
2: some younger. What am I guests. trying to say here? Yes. Yeah, you need
1: some younger guests so you can tap into that uh that that younger demographic and listen. Nah, more.
0: they've got oh, no money, horse. Not young fellas got no money. You know that. Nah. We, we want these old guys. Do so they spend the money? They buy the we bikes. want the people with disposable income. Yeah, that's what we want.
2: What, why, is, why is that? Why do you need them? Um,
0: because
2: but, they're the ones that want to spend money on the sponsors that we don't have.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nuts.
2: And, if, that's and then if we sold merch, if we sold merch, I don't know what the fuck 20-year-olds wear anymore.
0: I'm so confused. No, I do, like, man, and it's not good. Like it's. Oh, mate. Like, it, I'm not making... That sort of clothing. The thing with young people these days. <laughs> young people. <laughs> why are they always wearing hoodies? This has gone sideways. Uh, why are they always wearing like? <laughs> they look like they're cold, but then it's really hot outside. I don't understand it. I'm I'm so off base. Are of what are they wearing? Are <laughs> these, like the big baggy? Yeah, like, the
1: big baggy like, pants and jeans. It's hot
0: as I'm wearing shorts and a t-shirt, and you've got a hoodie and like these track pants on. Like, I'm I'm so confused.
2: Hey, but guys, Dickies is back in fashion. 2006 KB is in. Oh, they're not. Bro. I just need to get back.
0: Someone oh. needs to do a Walmart order. Horse. Yeah.
1: A Flat Peaks back in, bro?
2: I don't think so. Is
1: that five-panel craze fucking died off yet?
0: Oh, yeah, let's I go back to for flat Maybe peaks. for the
2: set. Yeah. Or beanie caps. Beanies that have got the little brim on them. Remember those ones? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You let's had 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 a beanie cap. Fucking, Did you have a Utopia uh... one?
0: <laughs>
1: Mate, if you've got a if you've got a beanie cap, you've got a a pocket stash full of weed too. I feel like they kind of just go together.
0: Absolutely, they just
2: (laughs) hand in
1: hand. Yeah, and maybe a little like you know, a little rat rat's tail coming out the back or something as well.
2: Yeah, perfect. Well, this has gone massively sideways, and we're about to hit an hour. So I reckon it's it's probably a good time to shut this one down. (laughs) <laughs> it's been shut a, it down. Yeah, yeah. It's been a rough start. Well, it's been a rough ending, probably. But that's all right. If you've made it this far, congratulations. And um, well, need yeah. a medal.
0: I mean, people have just been getting stoked on watching media outlets stand on derailers this week. So this has got to wow. be better than that. Content oh, has been pretty fucking poor off. this week, you know, hasn't it? Oh my it? god.
1: If this doesn't blow up, then. I don't know what's wrong with
2: oh, the world, you know. I know. This hey, episode. Hey, what's what's worse, watching people stand on derailleurs <laughs> or being TRP and releasing your new mechanical derailleur at the same day that SRAM releases their new Axis?
0: It's a bit of an own goal, isn't it?
2: Yeah. yeah, it's probably the worst day they chose. Really. They, worst day to choose.
0: Did
1: they? They must have been coordinating on that. I might go on. Uh, do, do. you reckon it is SLX? 12 speed would stand up to somebody standing on it. Might go I was going to Ooh. stand in my day
0: yeah, or out
2: in the garage.
0: It'll be fine, I think. You could stand. You
2: can stand on the side of the zero. That'll be fine. The zero
0: would be perfect. <laughs> Absolutely yeah, no there.
2: yeah, that thing's a brick. I'd, shit have house ride, I'd have
0: to take it out of the box first.
2: Yeah. Well, horse is about to run out of internet again. Um, thanks for joining yeah. us, Cam buddy good as always and we'll uh we'll have to kick a few more of these off over the year i reckon yeah let's
1: do it slam a few longies and um get punish these airwaves
0: yeah
2: sounds buddy good thanks mate
0: thanks horse yeah mate good on you <laughs> what's up
2: what's up
0: I can't hear you What was that? I can't hear you Let it be like John Lennon, the anti-serum that you don't get for poisonous venom. Read the label carefully, I'm only here for the show. I love hip hop, too much to let you feed my ego. In the key of F-U-C-K-Y-O-U. I mean, why do I owe you if you're not helping me through? I mean, why do I owe you if you're obstructing my view? Success is not my castle, just a house that's brand new. You see, I irrigate the culture, give it shape like a sculpture. Still complicated, like I'm supposed to. B-L-I-T-Z, like my DJ, to the rim. Like the rock from what he played to a <laughs>